Welcome to C3 Church Cabra. You're about to hear a message from Andrew Flaxman. Get ready to be inspired, live your best life. Let's have, have, grab our Bibles this morning and uh, gr- come with me to the book of Matthew. Uh, who's ever re- read the book of Matthew? Matthew Cairns has probably read it. He's here in the house. Saw him. There you go. And uh, it's chapter 5, and it says here in verse 13, who's ever read this? Chapter 5, verse 13, it says, uh, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Wow, Jesus didn't miss us just then, did he? Yeah. It says, verse 14, you are the light of the world. Who knows that Jesus, Luke, will say things that he means, and it's pretty full on sometimes. Like, who knows when you read the Bible, sometimes you read and go, whoa. You know, if I was to say that to other people, it's like, whoa, you can't. You know, but Jesus just says, there, you're the salt of the earth. But if it loses its saltiness, it loses its flavor, it's good for nothing. So, oh, wow, okay, yeah. I'm the salt of the earth, but if I lose my saltiness, then I'm good for Okay, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Jesus. Verse 14 says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Uh, Verse 15, Nor do they light a lamp uh, and put it under a basket. Who's ever lit a lamp? Uh, Remember those camping lamps we used to have? We used to light it. had that little thing in it. I always thought it was going to explode. No, Dad, don't light it. Don't light it. Okay. And those little gas lanterns. Who knows those little little yellow and the thing. And it had that little cotton thing in the middle. What was that made of? I didn't even know. And they used to light it. Weren't allowed to touch it. Don't put anything over it. Don't put anything over it. You you know. We were actually camping one time. And uh, one of those uh, things exploded. And the whole uh, annex went up. And the guy ran out. And... uh, and actually went back inside into the burning annex to try and get his car keys to move his ute. And they had to hold him back, saying, no, it's not worth going back in for your, your ute. It's old. Don't let it. Anyway, so <laughs> he loves camping. Who's a, who's a <laughs> I, I've, I literally grew up in a tent and I love camping. And uh, it's so much fun. It's so much fun camping. I tell you, if you don't go camping, you should. And uh, though, true, if you're, if you're a camper... And, uh, you know, this is true. You can do camping really well, and that's great. And you can do camping really bad, and that's really bad. Uh, you know, if, if you do it well, you'll love it. You'll have the, the most exciting time. It'll be great. Your kids will love it. But if it's done bad, your kids will hate it. Ne- you know, anyway, talk to, someone, talk to someone who knows about camping. Talk to Ra. Ra knows everything about camping. He's the man. It says here, uh, where was I up to? Verse 14. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, verse 15, nor do they light a lamp, that's right, and put it under a basket, um, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house, verse 16, and let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Isn't that a great, who loves that? Let's pray, Lord, we thank you for this morning. Lord, that you are here in this house. God, you have blessed this house. You have blessed C3 Church. Lord, we love it. We love what you're doing here. And uh, Lord, bless this word this morning on this long weekend. Go the blues in Jesus' name. Amen. You're allowed to pray that. That's, when the pastors are away, you're allowed to pray that. I, had, uh, I just want to bring out four little points here this morning. 
Uh, if you have your note- Bibles and I was about to say Nibles and notepads, uh, if you have your Bibles and notepads, whoever does that when you say words backwards and you, it's like it's like feeling dual and fully. You couldn't you couldn't try it dual and fully. You couldn't try if you try to do it, you can't do it. But whoever does that, you got to say words and then you get caught up and you go, oh no. Anyway, if you have your not Nibles, and if you had your uh, your boat pads uh, <laughs> and have a boat pad, uh, I would. Uh, no, I don't want a boat. Anyway. I guess I would like a boat. Anyone have a boat? Anyone have a boat? No one wants a boat, do they? It sounds like you do. Who wants a boat? Who would like a boat? Ra probably needs a boat because he goes, he goes all the time. But I see, every time I see a boat, my parents own a boat for years. They're trying to sell it, don't want to sell it, trying to sell it. And all I ever know about a boat is that they get another bill and another bill and they take it out and the motor blows up and they've got to take it back to here and they've got to put it on here. And, you know, when you go sailing or whatever, it's a great day, isn't it? It's a great day. And then you come back in and you go, right, let's just go home. Oh, we can't go home. We've got to load the boat on. We've got to clean the boat out. We've got to do this. We've got to spray down here and I'm tired. I'm going to grab this and I'm going to carry that up. So, oh, it's, it's not worth it. Boats. I just want to go for a swim. I want to go for a swim and I want to go home. Anyway, boats. I don't want a boat. First, uh, do we, we don't want a I want a caravan. Who wants to buy a caravan? I want to buy a caravan. And um, I have a caravan. And it's an old, um, it's a 1984 Viscount. And it's built like a German tank. It's, it's incredible. It cost me $1,500. And uh, it's, it's, it sleeps like, we can sleep a whole family. It's six people in it. One time we had Jess and Ev, me and Julie, plus three kids, all in the same van. And, uh, and, uh, and then we put a $2,500 fridge in it. And so literally I'm towing my fridge protected by my caravan. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't touch it. Shut the fridge. <laughs> don't knock the fridge. And uh, anyway, because those caravan fridges, man alive, they're just so expensive. And it's like this tiny fridge. And uh, how much is that? It's like $2,500? My, fr- my home fridge doesn't cost that much. Man. Anyway, I do want to get a good caravan. My caravan is actually holidaying right now without us. Uh, anyway, it's up at Crescent Head, and uh, my one of my family members, his caravan blew up, and uh, and so they're taking mine, and so my caravan's holidaying without me. And it's like, oh, that's not right. You're not allowed. If caravan's not allowed a holiday, that's if you've got a caravan, that's surely got to be the number one. Your van is not allowed to hold it. Anyway, point number one, come on. Point number one says, uh, you are the salt of the world. Point number one, if you're taking notes, you are the salt of the world. The Bible says in Proverbs eleven twenty five, the generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. The generous soul, love generous souls, love people that are generous. Who are we as Christians? We're generous. We're generous people. Philippians 4 verse 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if, any, if there is anything praiseworthy, what a list. It says meditate on these things. How many times do we meditate on things that are not that? The opposite of that. When was the last time we meditated on things that are pure, things that are lovely, things of good report? You know, these days we go around and go, what did she say? What did she say about that? Or what did he say that she said that he said about? What did she say? But then what did she say? Oh, and then what did you say? Oh, what did she say that when you say, oh, no. It's of good report. If there's any of virtue, anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Verse 9, it says, the things which you have learned 
and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. What a powerful verse, verse 9. The things which you learned, received, heard, and saw, man, that's like, like Paul's just going at it. The things which you learned, I learned it, uh, learned it, is that, is that allowed to say that? I learned it, I don't know, uh, I learned, right? Man, this guy, he's good. He learned. He good. Uh, received. Uh, we had Pastor Greg French here on, uh, was it Tuesday night? Tuesday night. And uh, he went through a whole heap of things. And it wasn't so much like I, I wrote it down and learnt the whole thing. It felt like I received it. You know, when you're in church and sometimes you just sit there and it's like, why? It just, I feel like it came upon me. It feels like it's, you just catch it, right? It says, and I received and heard and saw in me. And it says, these do. I love the Apostle Paul. It just says, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. God of peace. Who do we serve? It's the God of peace. Point one, if you're taking notes, you are the salt of the world. If the salt loses its saltiness, uh, the Bible says here in the top, it says, uh, it's good for nothing. How many Christians do we know that have lost their smile, have lost their generosity, have lost their love, have lost their, their hope, their passion? Uh, we meet them in the streets and say, like, oh, I'm tired. I, you, know, you know, Jesus says, uh, don't be like that. Don't be. Uh, I wrote down here, if someone accused you of being a Christian, would there be enough, enough evidence to convict you? If someone accused you of being a Christian, would they be able to prove it by your life? Would, they be able to, would there be enough evidence I'm not a, you know, he's a Christian. Well, is, like, would there be enough evidence to prove that you actually, or to convict you that you actually are a Christian? A lot of the times these days, we're undercover brothers, right? We're like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but I, I play it cool. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to tell anyone. I don't want to, you know, who's like that? He's like, yeah, don't put your hand up. But uh, anyway, <laughs> no, 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 but uh, you know, Jesus says we are the salt of the world. Point two, it says you are the light of the world. Who likes that one? We are the light of the world. It says here, uh, you're the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. It says here in 2 Corinthians, For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. It says, let light shine out of darkness. Numbers 6.25, if, if you're here with notes, with a, with a, with a bite, with a nibble, you've got a nibble, right? Yeah, no, no. It says, the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Uh, the Bible says here that uh, in this verse that we as Christians have been designed by God to shine. Uh, and there's a lot of, maybe sometimes there's a lot of things in our world that stop us from shining. A lot of things that we do that we know we shouldn't be doing that sometimes make that light that we have, it dulls that light. You know, it's like, I used to shine, I used to do this, but, you know, I sort of, you know, I just sort of do this, and oh, yeah, you know, I mean, you know there's, a thing, there's a lot of things in our life that actually turn that light down. You know what I'm saying? And uh, if there's things like that that we know of, I'd just say, stop doing them. You know, if there's things that you know that pull you away from the Lord, uh, stop doing those things. If there's things that you know you shouldn't do, don't do them. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Point number two, you're the light of the world. And uh, wow. The Bible says here in Isaiah, it's Pastor Julie's favorite scripture, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Uh, the Bible says that we are a city on a hill cannot be shaken. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. We are the light of the world. And what a, what a blessing, what a responsibility we have to be able to shine into people's light, into the world. 
you know, to be able to shine everywhere we go. Point three, and this is, uh, you know, when you're preaching sometimes and you have a favorite point and you're trying to get through the first two to get to the, the, the one that you really want to talk about, but you can't get to the ones you really want to talk about unless you do the first two. Anybody? And, uh, oh, man. Okay, so point three, it says, Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand which gives light to all who are in the house. Verse 15, who's ever read that? Nor do they give, do they light a lamp and put it under a basket? I mean, has anyone ever done that? Put a lit in the lamp, put it under a basket? And uh, I'm betting someone has for a legitimate reason. I'm betting somewhere someone has. But on a lampstand, it gives light to all who are in the house. Okay, Andrew, how do I shine? How does a person shine in this world? Okay, that's great. Uh, I, I'm the salt. I can do that. Uh, I can shine. I want to shine. That's what I want to do. I'm in church. I want to I be the guy that shines. How do we shine? Uh, it talks about here that how, how does a person shine? It's out of their character. How, how does someone shine? It's not like coming up and saying, hey, I got this brand new Mercedes. Look at me. I'm shining right now. No. Hey, I got this brand new awesome suit on and how good am I? It's like, no. You know, I just bought this brand new $150,000 boat. It's going to cost me $150,000 a week to maintain it. But no, you know, how do we shine? How does a Christian shine? By having their, you know, these fancy clothes or... No, it's out of a person's character. How do we shine? It's out. It's by being who you, who you are. It's, I wrote it down because I never get this wrong. Are you who you say you are? You know, are you just saying that you're that person? Or are you actually that person? Oh, this is who I am. I believe that God's... A, well, are you... you know, I, said, I wrote down a few notes. It says, character is influenced and developed by our choices. Is that a good one? Character is influenced... Eli's Pastor Murray used to, used to say things and just sit back for like a little bit and go, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do that. Character is influenced and developed by our choices. Daniel resolved not to defile himself in Babylon, Daniel 1.8. And that godly choice was an important step in formulating integrity into the young man's life. Character, in turn, influences our choices. Anyone? The Bible says the integrity of the upright guides them. I love that. Character is influenced and developed by our choices. Character, in turn influences our choices how do we shine with a great character what's a great character you know uh, not lying uh, you know the bible talks about all these things on uh, the, the speaking against somebody else when they're not around uh, you know it's about to get real all these things that we go oh yeah no i don't do it you know uh, honoring other people uh greg french said turning up on time he said that tim mcgrath turned up on time every time he picked him up turned up on time how do we shine as believers in a world that it isn't what it is? It's by this, this strength of character inside. Are you with me? Yeah. Having, a, having a deep, what is, what is God, what, the Bible says that uh, uh, in Proverbs 17, are these scriptures coming up? How good is that art, Ellie? It says, the crucible for silver, the crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. It's the Lord's purpose or design to develop a good, strong character within us. Isn't that great? Who wants a good, strong 
You know, because we can come in for six weeks and pretend I'm this and I'm that and I'm all, look at this, I can do this and I can, you know, and, uh, you know, that would be cool if we could do that in church. Or if we could, if we could do some of these ones in church, that would be awesome. But the deal is that eventually all that's going to wear out and all that's going to run thin. And eventually what, a, what, what is a life built on? It's built on who you actually are. And what does God want to try and do? He doesn't, I don't think he wants to get us new clothes, although I, he probably does. I don't think he wants to get us a big house, although he probably does. But the deal is God wants to work inside our character. So our character is who we say that we are. So we're not one person to this guy and another person to that guy, but our character inside is full of great stuff. It says here in Matthew 6, it says, But when you, or Matthew 6, 6, But you, when you pray, go into a room, and shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. The Bible says your Father who is unseen, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Who knows that there's, a, there's an unseen significance that plays out in our world, where it's the battles that you've won in secret that give you a platform to declare things publicly. Who knows what I'm saying? It's like, well, you know, anyone can get up and go, oh, God's great and God's faithful and God's this. And it's like, yeah, but if you haven't won a battle in secret when there's no one looking at you and it's the hardest thing you've ever had to do, but you've done it. The Bible talks about how King David got prepared. David, how he, he took on a, a lion, no one there, no opposing armies watching him do it. Didn't even know, Di- lion dying, takes on a dare, no, lion, David takes on a, I should just try and do that as much, David takes on a bear, no one around, no one knows he did it, no CNN, no Channel 7, no, you know, hey David, how's that bear, it's pretty, it's a pretty big looking bear, was it, oh yeah, you know, I came in here and I, you know, I lassoed it, then I tied it, then I, you know, but, uh, you know, all these things happen as an unseen significance, the battles that we fight in secret, and we win, and God goes, and I believe that God actually sends us things to work on when no one knows it. And it's the, the things that we go, oh, no one, you know, no one's here, so I can sort of do that. And well, no one's watching me now. It won't matter. I'll just, you know, I'll just get away with it. Who knows that? Uh, and then, you know, the battle's won in secret. Yeah, I mean, how to, what, what is a world looking for? The world is looking for people who are what they say that they are. They're looking for the people who aren't, pre- you know, I was listening to that DC, uh, DC talk. Who knows DC talk? Jesus Freak. Who knows that song? I did that rap the other day to Julie, and she went, what? There's a man in this, and he, and he, he knows that song? And then I found my guitar, and I played the chords, and, and she's going, oh, you're awesome. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Is that it? You're awesome? Or like, oh. It's your something. I forget what the other word was. <laughs> uh, DC Talk, pretend he had, uh, de- uh, anyway. And uh, he knows that song, Jesus Freak, so cool. And uh, who, and he, and there's that, there's that uh, on the, I forget what track it is, but it says, what an unbelieving world finds unbelievable is those that, uh, now I'm sounding old, aren't I? Those that uh, deny, uh, acknowledge him with their lips, but deny him by their lifestyle. What does, a world, what does an unbelieving world find unbelievable? Those that deny, who accept or, what's the word? Acknowledge Jesus with their lips, but deny him with their lifestyle. So true, isn't it? That, that guy, so true. And uh, unseen significance, that's what I want to talk about. And uh, it says here in Proverbs uh, chapter 10, character will help us weather the storms of life and keep us from sin, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10 verse 9. 
And there's something so strong about somebody when no one's watching, does, makes the hard choice, does the, does the thing that, you know, they, you know, could have gone the other way, but did it this way. Isn't that amazing? Love that character. What is God working on us? What is, what is God's, and I was reading about, um, I was thinking about unseen significance, how um, King David eventually had all these mighty men, at least 30 mighty men that uh, are rallied to David, and how it qualifies these men by saying what they've done. And if you read it, it's in, uh, I think it's in Samuel somewhere, Samuel, I don't know, where's Nathan Cairns, he'll know, uh, he's not here, Nathan Cairns, anyway, someone Church, yeah. Nathan, if you're listening, let me know where it is. I don't know where it is, but it talks about David's mighty men. And uh, it goes through and it says all these, why they're mighty men. Why have they been qualified? And it says he was in a pit on a snowy day. And all these guys that won battles when there was no one around. All these guys, that when the whole army's fled, they stand their ground and, and actually fought against, you know, battles won in secret. And uh, we love battles won in, in public. Who loves those battles? Oh, yeah, man, I love those battles. Like, yeah, you know, he came at me, and I hit him, then he hit me, and then, you know. But I believe that the Lord's looking for battles won privately. In, and what makes, what, how do we shine? Point three, how do we shine as a Christian? Uh, battles that won in secret, they come out of us. They shine out of us. That's, our, that's what the world wants. When we say we're going to be there, we're going to be there. When we say we're going to do it, we're going to do it. When we're, you know, when we're with somebody, you know, um, I was looking at a house the other day. We were looking at a house and ages ago. And uh, I mean, there's one real estate agent there. And we thought he's a really nice guy. He's talking to us and great. And then all of a sudden he started ripping on the other real estate agents in the other, you know, on the other side of town. There's two agents. And he just starts going, oh, this guy, he's a so-and-so. And he's a this and he's a that. And we go, whoa, all right, whoa. Like we, we, we're thinking, oh, this guy's a really nice guy. He's, he's got a, you know, he does a really good job. And all of a sudden, he just starts ripping on the guy who's not here. And we're going, oh, man, I lie. This guy's, you know. And we drove away and went, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy that when the other guy's not here, I'm ripping on him and I'm pulling him down. And I'm, I want to be the other guy that, uh, you know, just loves on people and blesses people. Okay, come on. Point number four, last point, if you're with me. Long weekend. Ah, here we are, long weekend. Who's going to do something exciting? What are we going to do? Uh, who knows that yesterday was so windy? Why is it so windy? Well, who loves the wind? Nobody loves the wind. What can you do when it's windy? No, can you? Are you allowed to? Is it too windy? Fly a kite? It's too windy to fly a kite. I couldn't even fly a kite. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something awesome uh, tomorrow. But point number four, as uh, last point, uh, it says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Uh, point four, they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. They may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. James 2.18 says, But some, someone will say, I have faith. Awesome. And I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Not all about works, guys. I know that. We're saved by grace. I understand that. But when you receive the Lord into your life, you better believe that God's got a job for you to do. You know, it's not about, oh, it's all about me and I get to hang in church and go worship team. You go worship team. You sing that song. You, you do that, you know. No, uh, I believe that God's called us 
to, uh, we've got a job to do, we've got something to actually do. To, the Bible says that, uh, let your, how do we let our light shine through our character, of course, but then it says that they may see your good works. So we have to be doing stuff for people, I believe. Um, I wrote down here, when's the last time we did something over and above for somebody? When was the last time we blessed somebody? When was the last time we went through McDonald's and said, I'll take the car behind as well, if that's cool, or I'll bless that guy, or, you know, I just thought about you and I wanted to mow your lawn, so I sent a guy around, or, because I don't have a mower, but, you know, any, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that's the easy way to do it. It's like, yeah, just call my mate Tony, he'll do it. And, uh, but, you know, when was the last time we actually made an effort to do something for somebody else? Like, oh, yeah, I love God, and I love, I just love God, and, oh, man, I love people. Oh, it's so great. And uh, when's the last time you did something? Oh, no, I just love God, and I just love, you know. But the Bible says that let your light shine before men that they may see your good works, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. That tells me that I have to do some good things. That tell, I mean, that tells me that I have to go out and be a blessing. That tells me I have to go out and, you know, buy someone some groceries or, you know, send them a card. Hey, you're awesome. We love you. Or, you know, transfer something into their account or send them an email. Hey, I think you're a great guy. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's so easy. Hey, I saw you down at the shops. I just want to encourage you that God's, you know, going to bless your business. He's going to, you know, if you run a business, someone says God's going to bless your business. You know, like, oh, it is. Oh, really? God's going to, you know, you know, because you, you People ever, hey, God's going to bless you. Hey, your mom, God's going to bless your family, you know, or I'm going to buy your kid, I'm going to drop a meal off, or I'm going to buy your family, a, you know, it's so easy to do things, isn't it? It's so easy to, to, it's so easy not even to go over and above, but just to do something. It's so easy just to, you know, have a, uh, just every, everywhere we go, I want to bless this person, I want to bless that person. Um, point four. Uh, that they may see, this is Jesus talking, that they may see your good works. Love that. I really love that. Let your light so shine before men. And uh, I want my light to so shine. Anybody? Uh, to shine a little bit, be a bit dull, a bit of a flicker. You know, it's like my caravan fridge, a bit of a flicker. And uh, is it on? I don't know if it's on. I can smell I think it's on. I don't know. And uh, is that guy a Christian? I don't know. I think it, he's, something's happening, but I... I don't know, I can see, I can smell gas, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I can smell something going on, but I, I don't know if he's a Christian, I don't know, it's like, it doesn't smell good, right, he's not smelling, I think there is a light on, but it doesn't, it could blow up at any moment, it, we, we may need to take the tent poles down, run for the hills, because this caravan may, this guy may blow up in my, you know, no, but let our lights so shine, I want, I want our lights to so shine. I want to be the, the, the church that they go, well, that church, it just blessed this whole school. It uh, blessed this whole community. It, 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 it didn't just, it wasn't all about them, but it, it blessed. It did this. It went over and above. And in that, the people in our church actually do the same. So the church is blessing. Then the people within our church are blessing. Isn't that, I think that's what God is. That's who God is. He wants to bless us. It says here, uh, last point, this is it, uh, that they may see your good works. Long weekend. Let's do something good for somebody. That they may see your good works. And what does it do? It says, and they glorify you. Oh, wait, it doesn't say that. That they may see your good works. And what does it do? It glorifies God. Our good works doesn't glorify me. It glorifies who God is. Who, because we know that if I was left to my own devices, I'd be the guy with an unhealthy character, hates everybody, doesn't want to do anything. Right? Without God. You've seen it when um, you see some, you know, 
maybe two old people walking down the street. One's had a life with the Lord. One's had a life without the Lord. You can just see in their face, in their eyes, you know, the difference between, wow, you look like you're, you look like you're, you've spent years and years and years with the Lord. And you look like you're about to stab me in the eye. I don't know what's happened here. And, uh, but you can, isn't it true? You can, you can, you can see the, you know, uh, the light just comes out of people. How's that come out? Good character. I love that. And it says, uh, and that's who our uh, point for. Let may your may, may see your good works and glorify your Father. And uh, this is what I just want to say. Uh, as a church, as a community, uh, I want to challenge the church on a long weekend to go over and above, bless somebody, do something that's phenomenal, even not so phenomenal. Just do something. Doesn't even have to be. Doesn't have to be. You don't have to buy them a, a yacht or anything, or you might just, you know, I don't know, buy them a couple of movie tickets. Hey, I just want to look after your kids for the night while you guys go out, you know, and see a movie, or you know, I want to give you a hundred dollars, and or, or here's a meal you don't have to cook tonight, or you know, anything simple. But it's like getting into a habit of that's who we are. That's who we are. The last last part of this point is uh, is it says in Genesis, this is who we are. Uh, God created man in His own image, in the image of God He created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, Genesis chapter 1. And God blessed them. We are blessed. Whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not, we are blessed. The Bible says God blessed them. God said be fruitful. We've got to be fruitful. We've got to, we're, we're the ones that got to actually do something. You've got to, you know, you know love somebody, shake them someone's hand, tell them they're amazing. Be fruitful. It says multiply, fill the earth and subdue it and have a dominion. Don't let this world beat you up. The Bible says when you go into your room, pray to your father who's in the secret place, and he'll reward you openly. What do we have to do? We have to go into our room and pray in the secret place, and our father who is unseen will reward us openly. Don't be the Christians that no one can tell. I can't even tell if this guy's a Christian. I don't even know. He looks like he's getting beat up like me. I don't know. The Bible says here that we have a dominion, that uh, we can actually be the ones that make decisions and bless and not be swayed and moved and this and that by every, you know, who loves those 22 push-up guys who's doing that. And then last week it was the ice challenge. Who loves those guys? And there's all these different trends that if I was following this one, we go, whoa, I'm doing 22 push-ups now. And then last week I was doing the ice challenge. You know, it's like, wow, we never know. And I got nothing against all these things. I wish I could do 22 push-ups every day, but I can't because it's, it's a deep burn, Jeff. It's a deep burn. But, uh, we're not called to be the ones that are swayed like this every, every weekend. What are we doing this weekend? What are we doing next weekend? Where do I go this time? No, but to have a dominion, to say, this is where we're going, guys. This is, this is what we're going to do. The Bible says in Joshua, as for me and my house, what we do, we will serve the Lord. Me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And so that blessed, we're blessed. You gotta, you gotta, we've, got, we've got to know that we're blessed. Well, I might have more bills at the moment than I have finance, but just so you know, you're blessed. We can turn that around. Be fruitful uh, to multiply and have dominion. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.